What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. 3HL. Powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. With Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. It's better than it was yesterday. It's not as cold today. Not as cold. It's like 60 something. You know, everybody's calmed down from the Titans debacle. I can't. Have they? No, they haven't. By the way, Ryan Tannehill with a high ankle sprain. uh, Same um, injury he had the first time last year. Not the one that put him out. He doesn't need surgery, so that's the good thing. We'll we'll get to that. Is it the good thing? That he doesn't need surgery? You're just done with Tannehill. Move on to Levis or Malik. This guy here is dead. Cross him off (laughs) then. We can talk more about that Yeah, we definitely will. Ron Slay is here. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Hey, I'm in the building. Best believe I'm in the building. Better be ready. I'm in the I don't know who put it on, but go ahead, yeah. <laughs> who put the roof on? Yeah, it's not supposed to be on. I don't know. Maybe there's a roof on in D.C. We'll, we'll talk uh, more Titans football with Jim White in the next segment um, and we'll get through all of that. But uh, I was going through this litany of information that was rolling across X or Twitter or whatever y'all want to call it. I guess it depends um, uh, generationally where you are there. But um And so I was taking a bunch of notes about the NIL deal, the hearing going on in D.C. today, and uh, I think it's the 10th one. (laughs) Like We've got all these other problems, like the government's going to shut down, but we're going to talk about NIL. Got to get it done. Yeah. um, (laughs) So then I started thinking, you know who'd be great at this? Dan Wetzel. Uh, Yahoo Sports. Dan Wetzel joins us now. What's up, Wetzel? How are you, man? Well, I'm glad you have me on because I watched this thing, and, uh, you know, I I shouldn't have... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I loved your tweet about, I don't know, what, three and a half hours in. You're like, well, the NIL uh, hearing has gone toward the Middle East uh, now. So here we are. Yeah. Just, it, uh, I don't pay attention to the government for a reason. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't imagine. Like, it'd be one thing if they're really dialing in on, like, a certain specific aspect, like, of of, you know, what, you know, just a real nuts and bolts thing. But could this help or do we need to do this? What are we going to do about employment status of the athlete? How would it affect this, right? It, the questions make no sense. They're all over the place. Uh, we had the Missouri, um, the Missouri senator asked the president of the NCA what he thought of graduate students at Harvard um, supporting Hamas, okay? Wait, um, wait What? Yeah, what you know? These groups at Harvard are, are saying the Palestine. I don't. I don't want to get into it. Right? Like, what does that have to do <laughs> with exactly. what we're None deciding? Yeah. No, but thoughts right. of prayers to the people of Israel questions, for sure. Right. Multiple questions about transgender swimmers. Okay, fine, but that's a different hearing. That is a um, completely different <laughs> hearing. <laughs> it's almost like questions. 
It's like if you had a boxing match and blindfolded one of the boxers, right? And like, and he's just swinging at nothing and everything, right? Like, that's what my yeah. take on the NCAA was. Like, we want we want complete control over this, but we don't know how. We don't have a model for it. Uh, we just don't want you in control of it. Yeah, they were just. I mean, we had the senator from Minnesota say, "Well, we're having the Olympic gymnastics trials in Minneapolis," and she asked the Big Ten commissioner what he was doing to assure the safety of gymnasts after the Larry Nasser scandal. Okay, again, important topic, just not this topic. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares where you're in the Olympics? Wow. And the big, what's the Big Ten commissioner going to do? I don't run the Olympics, all right? Like, I, what do you want? So it was stupid. Um, so, was like, painful. how uneducated or uh, uneducated maybe is a, not a fair word, but but you know what I mean? Like, d- yeah, have no, they, they not, not done any about. of their research on this at all? I mean, I know they they, it's have, a tenth one. they have more important things to do, clearly, but. Do they? I I, yeah, well, they do, but I, you know, they do. Uh, clearly, they do. Okay. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. There's a lot going on in the world right now. Right. Um, I don't know if they can handle it. And, you know, and every pre- every one comes up. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Connecticut. Uh, Knipiak won the hockey title. We're proud of the Knipiak hockey. That's great. Congratulations. Though. Nothing to do with this. Let's go, people. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> I love that you I pronounced that the you're... word Knipiak because yes. I've always seen that word written and didn't know how to pronounce it. So thank <laughs> you, Dan. Um, so anyway, yeah, though they, they know a little or they just sort of – they know a little – but they just they just keep saying it's bad. I mean, Joe Manchin, the, the the West Virginia senator, he's like, you know, this is ridiculous. These guys can can have bidding wars, and they, they ask schools who can pay them more, right? Okay, so it's a that's a viable concern. But he's like, he's proposing a law that if you go to a school, you have to stay there for three years. You can't transfer. What? Now I don't. That seems like a hell heck of a federal law. Like, what are you just going to make a guy go to school somewhere? <laughs> well, that's another what problem, if right? That, want you? that what people, if he, yeah. Like, that, that people may not realize is that, like, part of this is they, they want the federal legislation to overtake what the states are doing because all the states are doing different things. And so there yeah, is an advantage that, to schools. They want more than that. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. What, what kind of law are you going to make a kid go to college? How does that work? Um, I mean, that's ridiculous. They had their chance to do all this, though. Like, don't come in with an iron fist now. Like, nobody's listening to you. Well, yeah, well that's on why. The table. And so you have him, and he goes, he goes. You know, it's an honor to play Division One. He got recruited to play something at West Virginia. He goes, I was so excited. This was in the 1960s. Okay, I mean, these guys are all old. He goes, I was so excited to play at West Virginia. I would have paid to play at West Virginia. Okay, that's a nice story, but. Caleb Williams does not have to pay to play football, okay? Like, this is not reality. He's like, when did this become about making money? Like, oh, boy. Like, like, oh, gosh. What is, is a $14 billion industry? Is that what uh, just football. Just football. Have you been paying attention at all? Like, what do you want to do with this, this hearing? Wow. Another one says the attorney generals in each state should be empowered to crack down on the, because they're like, even if we have these laws that say you can't use the NIL as an inducement to come to the school, and this has always been my, how are you enforcing that? They can't right. catch Bill Self at Kansas. <laughs> they, with Adidas, paying uh, the, the kids' moms back when it was illegal. 
they couldn't catch Will Wade with a strong-ass offer on an FBI wiretap. <laughs> Who is catching these people? You would need an army of forensic accountants. It's impossible. Of course, it, it's impossible to do. So she, the, 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 I can't remember what state. Uh, all our states are terrible. I'll just say that. Everyone, bipartisan <laughs> disaster out there. I don't even know who half these people are, but it was terrible. Okay, the attorney generals. Sure, the attorney general of, like, Tennessee is going to open up a case against the balls. Sure. Right? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Really like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> right. All their constituents are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that would not work. Like, I can see the – she's sitting there going – that's your proposal. I can blow that up in three seconds. Like, it's just such a colossal waste of time. And this is why you don't want the federal government involved in this stuff. If it's even possible to contain this thing, which I don't think it is, if it's a problem, which I don't think it is, but you certainly don't know these guys coming up with this stuff. No, oh my like, God. It's like, this is just mind numbing. Like, oh my gosh. Like, all right, but that isn't it. There is uh, not a better reporter to be on this story right now man. than Dan Wetzel. Well, this was your favorite assignment of the year, right? To sit there and watch this. Like, how long was it? How long were you sitting in front of your computer? Over two and a half hours. And yeah. then it kept me, I'm going to be like, we must have heard from everybody by now. But then, here comes another guy. And you're like, oh. <laughs> but then they get to the point where, like, they don't know what they're talking about. And then they know enough to be dangerous. But then, like, they all have this one quote that they know like, they're trying to get yeah. out there. Like, please quote me on this one quote. Grant, so, like, Grant. Lindsey Graham said, he said a few, but he said, if this committee and commerce committee doesn't act in about a year, this thing will will be a mess. You're going to destroy college athletics. That was his quote. Yeah, destroy college athletics. There's dangerous chaos. While all these things that I'm like, where's the dangerous chaos? Because they had, okay, this is the 10th meeting. They've been doing these meetings for, like, three, four years. They sat there and said it was if we, we don't act now in one year the whole thing will be blown up. Well, it's four years later, and uh, uh, ratings are up. Yep, interest is up. Yep, competitive balance is better. Yep, yeah. Lindsey Graham was irate that the Utah football team got a free lease truck. Every member so of the team, for those that don't every know, team, everyone on the team got this truck, and he just could not a ram truck. Like Lindsey, okay, but do you? <laughs> Buying players a car is not a new thing in college. <laughs> <laughs> the original. Ask SMU. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or like every school in the 90s or 80s or yeah. 2000s. Yeah. Like, or... Oh, no. They got. This is just. Oh, and, and it just was so. They just can't do it. They can't do it. So it's like, why does it's the NCA? keeps going back to these guys. I would have, nine hearings ago, I would have said that this is not the solution. We got to come up with something or we just got to let the free market go and get over it. Just get over it. It's okay if some kid at Utah has a truck to drive around Salt Lake City this fall. Who cares? The world's going on. We're still watching. The games are fine. Utah is not going to automatically be loaded with players. Uh, you look at the people want the transfer portal has been great for this sport. It's spread out the talent. You look at all these, all the QBs in the Pac-12 are, are transfers. Yes. Um, guys are going everywhere. Places like places that are smart with it. Like Michigan has, like I, I wanted to, I wanted to be like, well, what do you think of this thing that they have at Michigan? Now they, have, they do this at all the schools, but Michigan has literally something called the one more year fund. It's like a GoFundMe. The fans can pay, and if you, you they got like Blake Corum and a couple of their offensive linemen, like five guys to stay an extra year because they paid them. In this, I is that a bad thing or is it a good thing? 
Is it good that really good players are staying in college football instead of saying, I got to go take my shot at the NFL and maybe it doesn't work? Is it a good thing for kids to be in college for another year, maybe get pick up a grad degree? Is it a good thing for that to happen or is that a bad thing? Because if you listen to these guys, it's a total disaster. And I go, I don't know. Seems pretty good. Seems like it's working for Michigan. Seems like it's working for these players. Seems like the fans were voluntarily just threw in a hundred bucks here or there. Where's the where's the harm in this that requires federal legislation to say, no, you don't get that money. You should you got to turn pro because you're not going to get that money. Like, what is the benefit there? I, I so there's so many things where it's just like there's multiple angles on this. This isn't all bad. And you would have thought they were condemning this like it was the war in the Middle East. Like it was just, oh, my God, the hmm. pending doom. That's pending doom. This, uh, I think we're all going to watch Penn State, Ohio State on Saturday. It's going to be yep. all right. Yep. So what's, well, you sure will. What, what's next? What's, what is the NCAA going to do? Like, where are we? What is going well, to they're happen? they're broken. They're trying to get some power, right, Dan? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, there's... They, they don't know what to argue against at this point. Um, they're concerned about they have so they have so many problems because and, and some of it may totally be true. Like they're like, look, if, if these players. OK, forget NIL. Well, that was the main hearing. But then they're like, well, if the players get to be employees, what does a division three school do? They'll just will they have to shut down their athletic department because some of these D3 schools have. It just it, it just won't work. I don't know. Maybe it would, and maybe it wouldn't. It seems like there's a workaround there somehow, but whatever. Um, but then you're like, okay, fine, but why are we having a federal hearing about D3 sports? Does anyone really care? Um, is it that important, or is that a totally separate thing? How is that affecting Alabama football? Like, should this all be together? There's so many different things. They're talking about drafting legislation, but again, like, we don't have a Speaker of the House. We have elections coming up. We have you know, uh, tumult internationally. We have all sorts of issues, you know, internally, um, all the different things. I, I just don't see how this is a priority. It seems like Ted Cruz is claiming he's going to come up with something, but he wasn't anymore. I, I, his, 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 he didn't seem to have much more of a grasp than any of the other guys. Yeah. Well, um, so part I'm of glad this- you didn't watch. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I did I with all like the tweets coming out. I know. I feel like your I'm heart sure rate is, is like sky high right now, Wetzel. Well, because it's now he's like, got to write about it. Like, what is going on? Uh, well, I don't even know about? how you write about it. It's such minutia. Like, how do you how do you comprise a, a column and put something out about all this? I, I think that this is how Washington works. And so it's like, it's again, like you, mm. you said, it was about the soundbite. Yeah, it's not actually about solving any problems because, like, I, I wouldn't be able to, with a straight face, write this story and be like, "Well, this proposal's out there." Like, come on, when I, the attorney generals of each state are going to handle this, first of, do would you even want like the attorney general should be busting criminals in your state, right? Like that's or doing <laughs> something much more important. Honestly, right? yeah. they're the ones who are like, "Hey, this factory's leaking chemicals into the water." Uh, we should we need to bust them or we need to do this or whatever not oh wait a minute now you know how this recruitment work like that's not a re that's never going to happen and and you throw it to the even if you empowered the attorney generals they probably could now their nil laws all over the place yeah. no one's enforcing them so there's so many things that are just like okay i'm glad joe manchin's upset but i don't know what he's even talking about on this so it's just uh 
I don't see anything coming out of Washington. Maybe they can find something. Um, I, I, I am not an expert on how stuff happens on Capitol Hill, so maybe they call something. <laughs> but I have no idea if coming out of that hearing that there was any concrete, like, we're zeroing on on anything. It was a total free-for-all for two and a half hours. Have, have you written on this yes. uh, today for, for your I have. Ross Bellinger, okay. our, uh, who I do the College Football Inquirer yes. podcast with, and Yahoo, he, he lives in D.C., and so he was there. So okay. he threw the short straw on that. He likes this stuff. I, I just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you find the entertainment va- value? I found the entertainment, but yeah. I was like, okay, great. Well, uh, one of the things that they throw out there, uh, collectives are not subject to Title IX because of uh, collectives are, are third-party entities, right? So right. Uh, this Redwell on Twitter, I'm, I'm curious how this, this played out while you were watching, but um, Walker Jones, who is the executive director of the Grove Collective at Ole Miss, was backed in the crowd by reps from Tennessee, South Carolina, Cincinnati, Duke, Iowa, Florida State, BYU, Arizona State, Georgia. And he was asked, um, who is the highest paid student athlete? Yeah. And, uh, of course, the guy asking, the, I don't know who it was, one of the politicians, of course thought, it, you know, some quarterback or something. And he yeah. said, it's LSU gymnast Livy Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> and her on three valuation is three point two million dollars. Yeah, she's a female. So well there. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, was so he then, like trying to say it's a Title IX issue kind yeah. of thing? Well, what? So this is Not the other knowing. thing. Like they want. Okay, so they want NIL to be the the the, the obvious example of NIL is just like how it is in pro football, right? Patrick Mahomes is deemed worthy of commercials. He gets the. The, the all the commercials and Pat, Travis Kelsey's in the commercials and these are the guys and so it's it's that it has nothing to do with the schools has nothing to do with inducements but then they so that's like free market right straight yes. free market okay that's I'm, that's what I'm in favor Livy Dunn too. make all the money you want absolutely so if you sit there then and say well we need to have Title Nine on the free market then you would have to – this is why none of this stuff – it's nice grandstanding, but it doesn't make any sense. So now you have to pool the money that each athlete makes. He has to then – he or she has to then put it into a – back in, and then they spread it out amongst every athlete at the school, man and female, equal. That's so dumb. if the Tennessee football team makes $3 million, $30 million, whatever, each, each athlete gets it to be the last player on the whatever team. Well, then you're taking Livy Dunn's money and giving it to a guy – <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. So it's like, how about we just let the market go? So you either, and, and how would that even work? Why yeah. would she have to, why would anyone in a free market, third party, so they, they kind of just talk about everything. Um, You're worth what someone's willing to pay right. you. Caitlin Clark is worth a lot of money. Yes. Right? Yeah. Worth a lot of money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. That's what we like about it. But so isn't Caleb Williams. But I don't know why that, it's, it's, there's so many side, uh, just that, that's kind of their problem. You're sitting there going, well, that doesn't make any sense. You guys haven't thought that through. Or really, you know so little about college NIL that you've never heard of Livy Dunn. <laughs> like, how right? have like, you never heard of her? Right. You've never heard of her. You, you're a, you are sitting on a committee. You're going to make a decision about college athletics, and you've never heard of that LSU has this gymnast that's all over the place. Never heard of her. That's worth $3.2 million. Yeah. Yeah. Come and on. You go, oh, oh man! And the guy goes, she didn't even. She's never even scored a perfect ten in the uh, oh, my Lord. in the gymnastics wow. or something like that. I'm like, eh, well, 
We'll do a little research. I think we figure it out. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. She's got an Instagram page. She's a perfect 10. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you said that. She's got a perfect 10. Yeah, I don't know. All it's, right. I was just like, what are we doing here? I don't know. It's, oh it, was, it was funny. It's actually funny. It's, funny. <laughs> well, it's like, sad. I can't believe they keep going to them to, like, save us. And it's, they're not even talking the same language. There's just no reality of, of the saving. I knew we could call you, Dan. But they run the you, world. And, and get your perspective. <laughs> they run the world. And get us to totally yeah. understand what happened today mm-hmm. in Washington. <laughs> Just all bunk. It's all bunk. Nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> At Dan Wetzel on Twitter. Catch him on Yahoo Sports. Thank you, Dan, for your Thanks, Thanks, Wetzel. Yeah. Man, that's no, nice of him. I, I know he got called by everybody, so I appreciate him hopping on. Jim Wyatt, when we come, do y'all feel like you know it better now? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah Wyatt, I know yeah. it's a Shiano show. Yeah, more is. than the Senators. Yep, Jim Wyatt <laughs> coming up next. We'll talk about Ryan Tannehill's status and more next. 3HL, 104.5 The Zone. Let's see. Something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here, ma'am. Our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Welcome to Talkville. The ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby at the whole school. It yeah, just hurt me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created this show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Three HL 1045, the Zombra, Dorty, Don Tavitport, and Ron Slay with you. Hope y'all feel smarter having heard from Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports about today's uh <laughs> He did not hearing. feel smarter after watching that for well, two and a half hours. I knew that Wetzel would pull quotes from the senators because I just know him and <laughs> I I thought that would be funny. And to me it was. I I don't know. <laughs> It definitely was. Um, That's just nuts. It's all the same questions we keep asking. I mean, all the way from the investigation to people getting paid to sitting kids out. Like it's. it's, it's but when did college athletics come become about making money? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, from the get go, gotcha. Yeah. When, when, when he signed up to be a nonprofit. Well, and with the free market system, some people make more than others. That's just the way it is, man. It's capitalism. It's nuts, man. I think the NCAA is just grasping at straws, and so like they haven't thought through like the next move or the unintended consequences for the crap that they're saying. It was okay when everyone was forced to be okay with it. <laughs> with but now the other the... side, like the collectives <laughs> and all that, way more powerful yeah, than the NCAA. Exactly. Now it's a problem. Like there's a reason why there were a bunch of people testifying today for the NCAA model, and there was Walker Jones <laughs> up there for the other side. People nuts, man. Nuts. Man, Titans with the bye week uh, coming off that 24-16 loss uh, in London to Baltimore. Tim Wyatt, TennesseeTitans.com, joins us now. The mailbag is out. Go check it out. Uh, Jimmy, uh, how was the trip, bro? It was a good trip other than the results of the game. I mean, it was. it's always neat to make that trip. You know, the this, this city is really a cool place, and the atmosphere for those games is like – 
comparable to a Super Bowl in some ways, just the way the setup is and just the, the, the atmosphere inside the stadium. Uh, you know, the NFL does a really good job, you know, with that game. And, um, you know, I thought everything about the trip was good except for the way the team played. And uh, now because of that, teams in a, a two and four hole at the bye week have to dig out of it and, and certainly some things – uh, need to be answered from a health standpoint at quarterback yeah. and, and then other positions now, some question marks around based on what we saw in the game on Sunday. But it's a good trip um, and um, hope the Titans can get back there again at some point in the not-so-distant future. Obviously, with uh, QB1 going down, a uh, good time for a bye week, I would imagine. Uh, and they've said that uh, um, high ankle is what it looks like. Uh, I, I don't know if you can comment on that. But uh, anyway, with with – Ryan Tannehill out. Um, it looks like something similar to the first ankle injury last year. What what's what do you think the plan is at, at quarterback? Well, I think that's what they're going to use the bye week in part to find out because, you know, Mike Vrabel did say those exact words yesterday that it's a similar injury that Ryan Tannehill suffered last year when initially kept him out a couple of games and he came back and played a little bit, wasn't quite himself, came back later, got hurt, and then the season was over. And uh, so now you've, you've got a question of whether or not you go with, with Malik Willis, who stepped in on Sunday and played and was the guy last year when Tannehill went down, or do you you put faith in Will Levis and, and try to speed up his timetable to get him ready to play? I think a lot's going to be based on what you know transpires this week from – uh, a recovery standpoint, but also what they see in practice. They're not going to start game planning for the Falcons here this week. That'll be next week when they start putting in a plan. This week is about getting better and giving those guys an opportunity that they really haven't had in practice up to this point. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I, mean, I, I thought, you know, Malik has gotten better uh, than he was last year, but, uh, you know, you still got a big unknown in Will Levis and you picked him in the second round, you know, to, play or at least to be part of this team's future and the only way you find out whether he can do it is to start letting him play so those are the kind of questions you got to figure out for yourself and uh in deciding what to do against the falcons man you look at it jimmy and uh take us behind the scenes a little bit you see um players all the time in locker rooms and i think players are able to compartmentalize getting away from the game and they have a different um, maybe aura about themselves than them being in the locker room when I show up for practice every day. What's the aura like in the locker room with the players? Is it uh, uh we're sitting waiting on something to happen? Like we need we need something good to happen, and and then when we walk out, you just kind of leave it there. If that makes sense, what I'm asking, Jim. Yeah, I mean, I, I think guys are frustrated and admittedly frustrated. I mean, Kevin Byard said it himself after the game, and Jeffrey Simmons, you know, in, in so many words, said the same thing about yeah. looking for fighters, looking for people to step up that really want to play. And uh, I think when you're sitting at two and four, six games in, uh, you know that you, you better get things fixed or it's going to be a long, yeah. you know, November and December uh, for you. And, and uh, I think, you know, the popular – or I shouldn't say popular, but the easy excuse for a lot of uh, people was the Titans were jet lagged mm -hmm. and looked sluggish on Sunday because they were tired. But that's that's just an excuse because the reality is, you know, they made an hour 
plane ride to Cleveland and looked worse. Uh, so they have jet lag on the flight to Cleveland and, uh, and made a, a trip less than that to Indianapolis and didn't turn in a very good performance. So, uh, that, you know, you can use that as an excuse, but the reality is this team hasn't looked good uh, at least three of the times it's played this season out of six games. And um, so I think there's frustration there that things need to get better. Uh, you know, Mike Vrabel knows it. Kevin Byard knows it. Jeffrey Simmons knows it. Derrick Henry knows it. And, uh, and again, you, you got to get it fixed or it's going to be a long season. Everybody remembers how last season finished, seven mm-hmm. losses in a row. Nobody wants that to happen again. So now it's all about getting it fixed and, uh, and enough with the excuses and, and the reasons why this team has lost. You mentioned Kevin Byard, obviously, big-time leader for this defense. I feel like we haven't heard a ton from him uh, so far this season. How do you think his season's going? And, and from a leadership standpoint, how do you think Byard is? Well, from a leadership standpoint, he's, a, he's at the top of the line. I mean, he, he's, mm-hmm. he does everything the right way, says everything, stands up in the locker room, tackles the tough questions. You know, as a tone setter, you know, he was yelling at guys, you know, before the game to kind of wake up, let's go, let's play. And uh, so, I mean, he does everything right. Now, from a play standpoint, I mean, he said himself, you know, he's, he's one of the guy, best, he's one of the leaders on this team, one of the guys people look to to make plays, and he hasn't made enough plays. Uh, he's not the only one. I mean, you know, look around, and uh, other than Sean Murphy Bunting, and Imani Hooker, those I think those are the two inter- only interceptions yeah. they've had this year. So they got to start creating more turnovers. The, the pressure wasn't very good on Sunday. Granted, there was pressure on some plays. Lamar Jackson made guys missed and and uh, and and kept plays alive and kept drives alive. So I mean, I, I think everybody and Kevin said this in the locker room. He, he looking at himself. He knows he needs to make more plays, but he's not the only one. And uh, and and it needs to start happening across the board. Yeah, got to get that Falcons win. There's no doubt about that. Don't want to be five two and five Ooh, by man. any stretch of the imagination. So eleven out of thirteen, uh, not to go back to last year, but yeah, especially uh, when you got the Steelers coming up, you know, yeah, on Thursday. Three road people, games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you got to, uh, you know, and and when you talk about the quarterback situation too, I, I think you know people maybe haven't looked. Some people haven't looked as far. No, too far ahead to schedule. That's a great, that's a great point. To, but yeah. but you've got two games in five days once yeah. you're back in it, and uh, so that's that's another thing you got to consider with with the quarterback. Yeah, and the love your blues. They'll be wearing them when they come back, Jimmy. Can't lose in them. Yeah, no Bridges report. We already know. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. So people are excited about uh, people are excited about that, and um, I know there's going to be a Oilers Titans reunion mm-hmm. alumni weekend. No, already uh, there's going to be a big turnout for that. So should be a lot of excitement. I mean, you know, not all's lost. It's certainly a lot of doom and gloom when you start two and four. You know, but you know, realistically, I think. When you looked at the schedule, personally, I felt like if you get to three and three, yeah. if you'd be three and three at the bye week, you'd be in good shape. Well, that didn't happen. I mean, you get to you're two and four, but I don't think all is lost. You've got, you know, you've still got a chance to get things corrected yep. and get better. This team started two and four in the past with the AFC Championship game. What started one and four in mm-hmm. the past with the AFC Championship game, but you better start doing some stuff right to make that happen. Jim Wyatt, uh, go check out the mailbag and all of your Titans content, TennesseeTitans.com, at Jay Wyatt with two T's, sports on Twitter and or X. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate you. 
Okay, y'all have a good one. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. If y'all listened last week and you thought Slade got worked up a little bit about Gary Danielson, I've got something else for him next. 3HL 104.5. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all about you. One time. I'm going to say it's all about you. But I'm going to say it's all about you. Brad Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay with you. What up, Dobe? What up, Dobe? Y'all like this fall weather? You like the weather changing? I love fall. I think it's better today. Yesterday was just cold and windy. I don't like cold. Today. I like fall. I know, like, those new to Nashville, like, we used to have seasons. Like, now, like, spring typically. This this spring, we actually had a lengthy spring. Remember, it didn't mm-hmm. really get hot nope. until, like, well into June. Yep, we got cheated. And so, usually it's about two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Same with fall, but it looks like we might have a pretty good fall going. Yeah, summer kind of went by quick. It the did. Part. It did. Are you okay over there? Oh, I burped earlier on, on, on the air on Ramon Kalen. Yeah, it was an accident. I, was, I said I'm sorry. RJ Dove this morning? Mm-hmm. In the morning, too? I just ate a chicken biscuit. Is <laughs> it right bite. before you were supposed to talk about waking 180 down there, too? Nope. I was showing them. Literally, the only time you eat is when you're on the air. I know. <laughs> During the course of the day. That was really good. <laughs> and make it taste better. Go down fast. So, last week, you got upset that um, this was before the Texas A&M Tennessee game. I really want to say it was upset. You're, it was more like... Fired up? Yeah. There you go. Fired up. About Gary Danielson saying, "Well, you know, you know, Neyland's no different than any other SEC venue." Yeah, that, and see, I, I in terms of noise and atmosphere and environment, and what all was those the things. context of that? I mean, no I idea. Know, dumb. That's what the context was. <laughs> it's just it was. It's just a weird comment from him. What, I mean, uh, usually fine. you talk up the the stadiums and the to. games you're about to call. Well, he's kind of a cynic type dude anyway. Well, yeah. Especially, like, he's getting a little more curmudgeonly uh, as as we go. And I told Slay, I was like, we'll probably see this guy at Army-Navy game. I, I, and I, he goes, we'll wait. talk about it. Yep, I can't wait. Oh, so, I can't wait for that. Feinbaum yes. said, good luck walking around campus. <laughs> yeah, so did he. <laughs> <laughs> that was his response to Gary Danielson saying that. But so Slay went. It's you true. Did, you did your thing where you were like, I mean, impassioned. Yes. Inflamed. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Defending I, your school's environment, our school's environment. Yeah. And then I, I was just more so trying to let the Texas A&M fans know that I'm sorry he did this to y'all because this ain't y'all didn't do this. Like, he wrote this check that y'all got to cash. Right. So ain't it. Davenport wasn't there Friday when we had this mm-hmm. little discussion. And so my thing was. Jimbo Fisher had to say something yep. after that went out. Yep. And he was like, boy, Neyland Stadium's a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. We, we're, we're respectful of that environment. And, like, we've been working on noise and silent counts and blah, blah. So I saw that comment before I saw the Gary Danielson comment. I'm like, and it was weird because it, it felt like an answer to something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is he doing? Like, it I, was an answer to yeah, something. It was. <laughs> yeah. It definitely mm-hmm. was. And now, well, uh, and listen, that Texas A&M home environment is one of the best nuts. in the SEC. Kyle Field is incredible. It nuts. is I hard to play there. I want to go there mm-hmm. so bad. And it doesn't matter if it's, I mean, it's the same as Neyland. It I worked is. so many Tennessee games when they were bad. And the fan base still showed up there, mm-hmm. and they still cheered, and yep. they were still loud. It's the same with Texas A&M, even in mediocre games right. you know they're they're playing a lesser opponent that place is so legit from sec mike who uh posted this out of bounds on 105.9 the zone 
Oh, okay. Oh, another zone. <laughs> yeah. Another zone. ESPN analyst Tom Luganbill. Did you see this today? Lugs. No, <laughs> ESPN analyst Tom Luganbill had these thoughts following Tennessee's win over Texas A&M. Quote, they, Texas A&M, were clearly the better team and lost to, I think, a very overrated Tennessee team. End quote. Uh, that, hey, that's dumb. Like, that's <laughs> like, yeah, big First snort, snort in a while. Yeah. Like, like, what is, like, so I would have to know, like, why are they a much better team than them? Defensively, they're a better team. Texas A&M? Texas A&M? Yes. No, they got run through. I know, but if you look at the talent they have, they weren't on oh, that date. That's okay. a better, that is a better team. So my, okay, so oh, that's, a, that's a better team than Tennessee's team? Yes. Okay. So it was the home field that reason they got to one. No, I mean, it happens, right? That's why you play the game. But, no, if it, but a better team a, shows up. Just like when they lost I mean, to Florida. When Tennessee say, lost to Florida, thought, it was no way I could come and say Tennessee's a better team than Florida. No, they beat the hell out. Tennessee's Florida's a better, better team than Florida. Tennessee is a better team than Florida. Not that, not that day. But, but, I mean, that's a, but not that day. That, but that, that is a good example. This is my point. Okay. That's a perfect example. Not, Tennessee walking, is listen. better than Florida. They just weren't on I'm that day. They did not show up. I'm not walking away from that game saying up. that, though, Babs. I'm not, I can't walk away but from that Tennessee-Florida game. But you're not sitting here right now saying that, that Florida is better than Tennessee. I wouldn't walk away and say Tennessee was a better team than Florida. They just got beat by Florida. No, Florida beat the hell out of them. They, they whooped their ass. Like, it wasn't no ill fans or butts about it. Ain't no, no, no. But with I, this, I with regard, any players there too. With regard to this Texas A&M Tennessee thing, like I've watched this game twice now, and this was two heavyweight fighters that play similar styles to each Very other, true. and it was strength on strength, which That's you don't, why I didn't think which you don't always get. That's I why I thought it was, it was easy to break that game down going in because you knew what you were going to see. Now I didn't think Tennessee was going to run the ball for 230 yards on the number three rush defense in the country. Seriously. That, I think that tells you a lot more about what Tennessee is offensively with Mays back and all that stuff. Um, but that was a slugfest, and I thought it was—I thought it was honestly like two pretty close teams. Now I'm not going to give Luganville like I, that is weak I to come out and say that, man. That's, I can't—I can't sit here and say, "Well, Texas A&M was the better team." What game were you watching? What's te- what's Texas A&M record? The better team's record. What did he say? It, Let me go see. What he said overrated Texas A and M is the better team, right? We're clearly the better team. That's clearly the, the, the four and three, two and two Texas A and M team that got routed by Miami. No, that's not the better. Sorry, no, no, I don't agree with that. Hell no, Tennessee. Ain't no, they it got ain't even. It almost ain't even close on nothing. Beat to hell by Florida, who barely beat South Carolina. Yeah, you, Florida, you're absolutely Florida. right. You're absolutely right. Florida's about that. I'm, right. I'm, I'm still not walking in I'm still not walking. But I'm not. I'm not going to making that comment like he made. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Tennessee. Oh man, Tennessee was a much better team than them. Oh no, how they lost? No. They beat they buttocks up and down the field. Ain't no if and about it. So it's no way, regardless, whatever, however this season is, I can't say, man, they're a better team than them. No, they're not, because they beat y'all. Ain't no if and about it. I can't come back after that A&M game, after a slugfest, and say they clearly the best team? Hell no. Miami got something to say, too. Like, come on, man. It, hey, <laughs> Listen, Jimbo, I pray Jimbo we beat Alabama. may get fired this I year. I pray we beat Alabama. Also, Florida's That's about to run into some, some Ooh, 95. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, there are already stories That's a dumb comment. That's a where, dumb comment. Where they're talking to trustee members that are saying, ah, we got the money. He's a loogie. Somebody needs to spit Good him Lord. out. I'm going to text him. I'm going to try and get him on. Yeah, did tell you him. Catch, did you catch that line? He's a loogie. Somebody needs to spit him out? They do. All right, we'll break on spitting that. stuff out. All right, when we come back, That's if the NFL... If Thank the you. NFL draft happened this weekend, where would the Titans be picking? We'll tell you next. 3HL1045 The Zone. Let's see. Something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here. Ma'am, our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online introducing cumulus boost get a boost get found get on the map learn more at cumulusboost.com movies tv shows books podcasts and more it's what women binge with melissa joan hart and her friend amanda lee we have lauren bosworth with us the hills so what is like your number one question from fans the primary question i still get asked was what is it real (laughs) (laughs) in 2024 to me is a surprising question to get because i feel like everybody has been through the reality tv gauntlet at this point what women binge wherever you listen are you ready for hard-hitting observations reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it the ben shapiro show brings you all the news you need to know in america today Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show, on YouTube or wherever you listen. 